0: how music is used in the ceremonies to move the medicine and the energy and all of this stuff it's quite the study and um for me there were points in time
1: hello and welcome to the feminine as podcast i'm your host monica yates a period and icf certified women's life coach and i help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff to go through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back for a great episode um, with my beautiful friend Taj and... This is like a and convos, obviously. We are going on Taja's journey, basically. So you're gonna hear all about what she's been up to lately, but it's a really like I wanted to know all about it. It was like our catch-up that you guys are sitting in on, really. Um, so she talks about like her awakening in the Amazon because she went and did ayahuasca. She talks about her change of name. She talks about like the codes and frequencies found in nature. Um, the moments that broke her, reconnecting with Mother Earth, the journey of finding herself, like just so many juicy nuggets. Um, and it was really beautiful to hear because she and I are on very similar wavelengths, but she's delved a lot deeper into psychedelics, and I actually have never done psychedelics before at the time of this recording. Um, and so yeah, I was super. Uh, curious to hear everything that you had to say today. And I'm sure you guys are going to be as well. So buckle up. Quick reminder, Mastermind's already started, but no, Mastermind starts end of this week. So if you haven't already um, jumped on it, you absolutely need to. New York tickets, ladies, you literally have like, I think it would be like a week or two now to buy your tickets until it is closed. This is your last chance to get a US event. And I'm not doing another US event for a while because like visas are a bitch. Um, so I really encourage you to get on it. I know for some of you that it can be really scary to spend a lot of money on yourself, but like, do you have the option of not spending the money is like the question. Um, I know for so many of you, you are like, you are sitting in a lot of deep shit and you not putting yourself first is actually doing a disservice to the other people in your life as well. So whatever you need to do, whatever you need to tell yourself to get your ass to the event, do it. I've had people that have, Gotten new credit cards out. They've really like they've sold shit. They've done some amazing things to come. And the results they get are mind blowing. And then they have them forever. So, this is an investment for the rest of your life. And it's an investment in your children as well, and in your partner, and in your relationship, and in your business, and in your life, and in your health. It's a relationship in every single part of you. It's not something to skimp out on. This isn't just like a fun little seminar. This literally is the thing that will actually change your life. Like I honestly mean that. Um, And it will attract in more of what you want. It will attract in more money. It will attract in that dream partner. It will attract in um, the better job. If you want a better job, it's going to do those things for you because you are going to be so in alignment. So it's really not something to like skimp out on or be stingy about. Um, And I really, so I really, really encourage you that if you have any questions for me, that if you haven't already, please send them through because... I want to to be able to help you. I really, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, really want you to be able to come and be able to have this amazing, amazing transformation. And at the end of the day, you think about fear, guys. Think about fear and leaning into your edge. As you all have your edge, you all have your fear. You've got like your ceiling, okay? But the funny thing is that a lot of us want to like break through the edge. We want to break through the ceiling. We want to be able to make more money. We want to be able to like have our dream life. But guess what? There is no way of having your dream life or of making more money or of breaking through that edge if you don't actually do the thing that you're really afraid of. Like there actually is no way. Let's use money for an example. If you want to make, if you want to get into like the next income bracket, the reason why you haven't gotten to that next income bracket yet is because you actually have a ceiling based on your money blueprint. I have an IGTV TV on this actually that you go listen to, but you've actually got a ceiling on your money um, and on the amount that you can earn. So you have to do the thing that's the scariest, which is generally going to be investing in yourself, um, to a level that makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, you have to do that and then you break the ceiling and then you can earn more money. So let's say another example, like, let's say the fear is like facing all of your shit, but at the same time, you want the inner peace. You cannot get the inner peace until you face all your shit. So you have to lean into the fear if you want what's on the other side of the fear. That's the bottom line. And some of you have also asked like, what's different about my events to other people's events, which is totally like a really, really great question. And things that I kind of want to say importantly is that when you go to like other events, they're generally too big for anything really personal to happen. If you go to like a Tony Robbins event, like a UPW or whatever, I've, I've been to one of them. They're, they're awesome. They're really fun, but there's not that personal element. Right. And it also means that if you have questions, you have to just swallow them. You can't like, you can't really ask unless he picks you. Right. So that's one thing. Another thing is that a lot of events have very masculine psychology behind them. And it's like, we're all about motivation. Go, go, go. Like, what's going to happen if you don't do it? And like a lot of fear behind it. And whilst having like having the thought of what's going to happen if you don't do it is very important sometimes to propel you into that especially when you're in the beginning phases you actually really can use that fear to drive you because you don't want like let's say for example you don't do anything about where you currently are and in three months time you look back and go fuck I had an opportunity and I didn't fucking take it and then you'll regret it right so it's like do you want that no so then do the thing that's going to scare you so whilst that masculine psychology is great sometimes. There is a lot of events where they use a heavy amount of it. And the thing is with that, it's great for those three, four days, a couple of weeks a month, but it doesn't last you forever. That's the thing. Because guess what? You actually naturally are motivated. You just need to clear the shit that's stopping you. And that's why my focus is actually clearing the shit that's blocking you from being in full alignment. And being in full alignment means glowing, loving being a woman, being in your feminine, being radiant, attracting a lot of money, having your dream job, having your dream partner, all of these things, all the amazing things happening to you, life being really easy um, the other thing is with my event is the, the, the space, the energy is so safe and feminine and loving. So you'll really feel like you have a very, uh, you have like a family for three days. It's a really, really safe container. So you'll feel safe to open up and to release. Um, and the other thing is that we're going to be doing intense breath work in a womb, uh, sorry, in a child's healing, parent healing, energy clearing, womb activation, sexual trauma healing, heart opening exercises, anger release, all these things, they, are what actually causes lifelong change. I'll be honest, guys, me talking to you about money in a podcast, that doesn't change anything for the rest of your life. That doesn't release trauma. You actually have to do this work of the womb activation and the inner child healing and the trauma release. You have to do that to then clear the shit forever, right? So all the podcasts that you're listening to and the books are amazing. They really are, but they're not sustainable. Like they aren't going to last you forever. Doing this work, clearing the crap that lasts you forever because once it's gone it is gone okay all right this is Taj let's have our cacao and convos buckle up it's a juicy ride okay I'm so excited to jump in what's in your cacao
0: um it's just regular cacao because I was in a hurry (laughs) yeah that's the best
1: though yeah have you ever put salt in your cacao
0: no, but that sounds really good. I did put salt in my oatmeal this morning, so okay. I love salt and things.
1: Yeah, put it in yeah. your cacao. It, like, really goes next level. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I, I really wanted to
1: put, like, cayenne in it. Oh, yeah.
0: Because that would be really nice. Yes. But
1: and peppermint's also really good in it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty basic, bitch, yeah.
1: right now. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We're here for it. Um. Okay. <laughs> So let's just jump straight into it. I want to know about this fucking Amazon face your fears. Like you basically, I feel like you basically nearly died and then came back. Can you please tell me what happened? (laughs) I want to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So so to give a little bit of a background, um, I went to the Amazon forest. I was there, I was supposed to be there for 10 days. I was there for about 11, 12 days. And um, my friends are the leaders of the Kuntanawa tribe in the Amazon forest, which, you know, I'm kind of a recruiter of sorts. Like I recruit the most amazing, conscious, spiritual people. And I sat in ceremony with them around, I want to say... May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was around May. And when I sat in ceremony with them, when they were in the States doing a tour, I actually changed my name. So Taj is my spiritual name. I had a different name before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah.
1: Tiffany. Yeah. Don't even yeah. say it. It's like totally okay. weird here. It's okay. so weird for me. To- <laughs> okay. That was like her name. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: yeah, she's dead. Yeah. She's no longer. <laughs> yeah. I, I puked her out. When we yeah. mean, isn't it? Um, and, uh, yeah. And my, my friend Haru, who's the leader, he's like, I'm, I'm having, who by the way is like a double Scorpio. He's so cool. like, yeah, he's a very intense, beautiful, beautiful. I'm man. a double Sagittarius. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me yeah. that. So that would be a very interesting conversation between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so he invited me out to his birthday party, which was in the Amazon cause that's where they live. And he's like, we're having, um, basically ceremony for 10 days I would love to see you out there and I was like okay I, I would love to go um it wasn't on my list to go out to Brazil to the middle of the Amazon forest this year it was definitely on my list at some point in time but you know this year has just been yeah some, has had like a mind of its own yeah and um so I guess leading up to the story a bit uh also wasn't uh, really planning to be engaged or in a relationship this year. Mm-hmm. So that happened too, which is all part of the story. I had originally planned to go travel. I was going to be nomadic starting in October. Um, just received the download. I need to go travel. I'm in the perfect time of my life. Perfect place to just go be nomadic with my work. I can do it from anywhere and to study more medicine. So I wanted to to study uh, psilocybin in Mexico, which is shrooms, Mm -hmm. and to to continue my study with ayahuasca. And I had a one-way ticket to Oaxaca, and I was going to be traveling with my friend who's a photographer, and we were just going to go on this really fun journey together. Then he got sick, and I also decided that I didn't want to go to – well, I ha- I was invited to two ayahuasca ceremonies. Let's just say that. One in the Amazon and then one was with high profile coaches in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go do that one cuz I was like that feels that feels like an easier trek. Um, yeah. And I have someone to do it with me. I was actually really afraid to to make the journey into the Amazon forest by myself. Uh, as would majority of people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's like quite the journey. Yeah. But, and so I, uh, you know, the universe is really pushing me to go do that. Just, he got sick. I ended up not going to that um, ceremony anyway. And so my, just even before I took my flight to Oaxaca, everything was starting to shift and change. Mm. And then I met my partner um, while well, he proposed to me in September <laughs> at Burning Man before I went out to the. Yeah. On this trip. Yeah. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the trip. Um, I'm still going to go travel like I had planned, but I won't be gone as long because I want to come back and I want to be with you. Or you mm-hmm. can meet me in the Amazon forest. Brand- or you can meet me in the Amazon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know my list. <laughs> Whatever website. like your bart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just meet me there. <laughs> um, and he had added uh, the leader of the Kuntanawa tribe on Facebook and... So my friend Haru's wife messaged me. and She said, Hey, um, there, the guys are friends now on Facebook and he actually would really love if your, your partner would come because he seems like a spiritually evolved man and he would like to meet him in person. Yeah. And so I go up to my partner and I go, well, you've just been invited to the Amazon forest to drink ayahuasca with me. So if you want to come, that would be really amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, I was in Oaxaca for a couple of weeks and then I just ended up coming back to Portland because I really wanted to be with him and mm-hmm. to connect with my partner. And I said, okay, I'm basically coming to pick you up. We'll be in Portland for about three weeks and then we'll head out to the, the Amazon forest together. Yeah. And so <sighs> I want to say it was like this beautiful, like butterfly and rainbows type of trip, but it totally wasn't the whole time I was traveling. Mm-hmm. I was breaking down in all sorts of ways. And even to get there, it what, they say once you set the intention to be in ceremony, and start with the dieta, so eating a very specific way to really cleanse your vessel, shit starts coming up,
1: mm-hmm. like and shit starts coming out.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And so <laughs> it starts early. So like uh. all of a sudden on the flight, like this like seven hour flight to Brazil. My partner and I are not getting along. We don't say a word to each other after a certain Whoa. point. We got an, we got an argument around a didgeridoo. That's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: Australian for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. He so he brought like a uh, like a travel size didgeridoo, and I was like, we were in um. Uh, Was it the exit row? So we couldn't put our bags in front of us. And I was like, I would really like if my backpack's right above us. And he, he's, you know, he'd been single for a while. And I was like, can my backpack go up there? And I could tell he was a little irritated that he had to move his didgeridoo so my backpack could go up there. This is so fucking funny. (laughs) I know. And I was like, what is going on? This is so stupid. Anyway, so we got over that at some point, but it was like three flights. And then we got to this tiny, tiny airport in Brazil and it was like a six person, tiny airplane to get into the, um, the Amazon forest. So this is more on the left side of Brazil by Lima. So it would probably be about an hour away from Lima. And so we take this tiny little plane, when we get there, uh, uh, we're already having problems because the plane can't hold all of our stuff. So we're like, okay, can we not get on this flight? Can we get on this flight? Because it has a certain weight limit.
1: <clears throat> oh, Jesus. I'd be so nervous on that fucking plane.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was totally nervous because at first they had me hold the door open a little bit to have the air come in. And I was like, am I supposed to hold this fucking door open like the whole time? While Wait, whilst you're in the air? Yeah, a little bit. Oh Jesus fuck! But I had my seatbelt on. I had my seatbelt on, and but so that's fucking scary. Yeah, there was a lot already coming up, and um, so I've been working. I've been working with the medicine for about since 2016. That's when mm-hmm. I had my spiritual awakening. So mm-hmm. um, I've drank it more times than I can count. I was actually trying to remember today. I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. I've had so much ayahuasca. Okay, and um, so we're we're on this flight. We eventually they had to take a seat out to allow more of our stuff in. So we're able to take up like the takeoff's a little sketchy and then like the landing's really sketchy as well. Then we just get to this really beautiful strip of just I'm gonna say grass, but it was like plants and whatever and I was like, This is crazy and it's so beautiful yeah. to to fly above the Amazon rainforest wow. and to just See how green it is and the rivers, and oh, I can imagine
1: it would be so beautiful. It's it like so, I'll, the mountains. Have to, I'll
0: have to show you a video, and even I have a video of the landing too. It was just really, really beautiful.
1: Yeah, and, it's just um, like so untouched, it's just Mother untouched. Earth, and it's like purest and It's raw and it's yeah. wild, and yeah.
0: And then there were um also at times we could see patches of where there were fires too, which was really sad mm. to see because you know that's been going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the, in the Amazon rainforest right now, and it's, it's really really sad. Um, and so we landed on the strip, the plane, then took off, dropped us off basically. And we're waiting about an hour for the people from the tribe to come get us. They come get us. We walk. Um, at this point, I'm just like, I don't know, like I'm a bit in culture shock already.
1: Yeah. I'd probably be in tears by now.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like are we getting on a boat now are we getting on an, another, another plane do we just walk into the
1: village like my mind's kind of like yeah, well because right now I'm like is there a village do you guys like sleep on the dirt like what I don't even understand you know what I mean like I would be going into like I, I'd be really assuming the worst uh-huh uh-huh I just have no idea I, it's like a movie scene in my head yeah. you know is there wi-fi in there a dumb question um, me, but
0: there was a one building and it uh, we weren't supposed to be on oh
1: one. so there's like full like buildings
0: Uh, yes and they're they're still working on it okay yeah there's like houses but they're not in the best conditions just because it's so humid there yeah yeah um but there was like a newer house um where the couple lived and they would turn the wi-fi on and off at certain times because we were like in a full like Like diet from like EMF, uh, electronics, stimulation from the West, from salts, from sugars, like whatever we would like lean on to um, help us feel better about what was coming up, right? Like comforts. Yeah. And so some people from their tribe come and we have so much stuff. I'm just like, this is just so much stuff. I feel bad because they're like helping us carry all this stuff. Mm. And so we're walking down this path and then we have to actually start walking through the bushes down to get by the water. And then the sun's starting to go down. So I'm just like, I'm a little nervous because I'm like, okay, I've never been in this experience. They're totally cool about it. And and then I'm like sliding down this muddy hill <laughs> at a certain oh, point. Jesus. In the and my shoes are getting like I have hiking booth, but they're getting stuck in the mud. And then we have to step into the water to get into a tiny boat. And then so we have to take a boat to then get to where the tribe lives. And then we walk a little bit more into the forest. But the boat ride was so beautiful. Like the, mm. the sunset was really beautiful. And there's these bats that were just flying. Right next to us in the boat, like immediately you start feeling the magic of the Amazon forest. Whoa, like, so alive and huge! Like everything's so big. They're huge bats, like you know, supersized in uh, America. It's like that in mm. the Amazon forest. Like wasps, Fuck. like wasps that are like the size of your knuckle. Jesus, really big, really big animals. Um, yeah, so we get there, and uh, yeah, like the I think it was like the next day we start we start drinking ayahuasca, and we start like our full on dieta. So we are mo- the ten days that we were drinking the medicine, we were basically just eating plantains, bananas. Um, there was no salt, no sugar. We would have like plantains that were. Uh, I, like fried and then we would have like plantain shake but it would just be blended up plantain so it's like plantains with the side of plantains and I was like jeez <laughs> I was like I want I want some meat or like yeah, know, yeah. sugar or salt and yeah. so I started to get really irritated like it started to, to bring up like irritation and anger for me yeah and I lost a lot of weight too when we were yeah. there and um yeah so we were. Uh, microdosing on ayahuasca and walking out into the Amazon forest. We would microdose on ayahuasca and look at the stars. And in this specific area that we are in, um, scientifically it's been proven that it's just this huge vortex. So mm. where their tribe sits is a vortex. And you could feel that because everything was just so, you know, vortexes make everything feel mm. extreme. You're just like, whoa, why yeah. is all this happening? How's all this stuff coming up so quickly? It's just time. time speeds up. Yes, And um I saw the most insane thing, like flashes of light in the sky. Not shooting stars, but like the light would like the the sky would flash.
1: Wow. With, with like
0: greens and I mean, I don't know, maybe it was the ayahuasca, but I'm pretty sure that was because it was just a tiny yeah. bit that we would have, but you could just feel like everything's so mystical and magical. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hearing all these wild animals like in the dark, and you're like, I don't know what that is. Is that a monkey? Is that this? Is that you know all of these things? Um, but where it started to get really challenging for me is one, I was I was terrified when mm-hmm. I was there, and I wasn't expecting that. Where um, I it was almost like a, a a loss of identity when I got there. Mm-hmm. Like my my little girl like was so terrified that she was like the 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 driver Eagles, yeah okay yeah and so I didn't realize that up until a certain point when we were in ceremony but um, it's because there's like snakes out there there's mm. poisonous snakes there's huge like huge snakes and I'm I'm gonna say like uh, the king he had a crown that was snake like the, like snakes that are as wide as your head like even wider and, whoa yeah it's- and he Fucking huge, <laughs> like he, like massive snakes that eat I could like, eat you, fucking, yeah, oh totally. yeah. And I'm like, What that's like around me? And he's like, Oh, what? fuck. Those? yeah, so there's snakes that big that you know live behind their house. And he's telling me these stories about how, um, you know, everything again is just so wild there, how snakes are re- actually really hypnotizing, mm. hypnotizing, so um. He said that when he was younger, there was one that like a huge one circling him and he couldn't, he couldn't um, see it, but he could feel it because you start to hallucinate the the energy of the snake will have you start hallucinating. You'll start having visuals like the ayahuasca, like the medicine, and um, it's really important in that time to not make eye contact with the snake if you do see it, because then you're, you're you're essentially locked in, and then that's how that's when they eat you. Um, but his grandmother Is that how they
1: eat animals probably that makes I feel like I've I feel like I've learned this before in like science class in grade six of like, like that's how they attract those giant animals and like suck them in, they what? hypnotize them, and then they get. I feel like this is so 100% true. From like, I feel like I know this. They hypnotize them and they get locked in, like, they get, they freeze, the animal freezes. Yeah. Well, and that's them being hypnotized. And then the snake can eat it. Because otherwise, like, how does the snake eat, like, alligators and, like, other massive animals? Right. They would have to hypnotize them in some way. Yeah, or like seduce them, right? You think that snake snake energy is Energy. It's hypnotizing. hypnotizing. Like Like in a woman, and when a woman's really embodied in her feminine, that's like Mm -hmm. I always say to my clients: like imagine like a gold snake inside of you. The Kundalini. Yeah, and that's like hypnotizing to men. So it'd Mm -hmm. be like the same Mm -hmm. for like a snake being a a real life, yeah, Yeah, a real life event. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Except men generally don't you the whole body just uh, I'm like just your page yeah um
0: so he had said that his luckily I think it was his grandmother his grandfather had told him about this so he was able to have the awareness to mm. bring himself out of um that state that's right But he's like telling me these stories and I'm like, I just fucking got here and I'm like all nervous about just what I might encounter. And then they're saying that there's this, this jaguar that lives behind their house that made a nest behind their house that would actually come to their house and visit. They have dogs and stuff. So the, one of the dogs was uh, just such a great guard dog would bark anytime he would hear anybody come up to the house, just super protective and would come with us um, and basically guard the ceremonial space as well. Mm So we would have to walk. Um, and also, you know, there's poisonous spiders. Every spider you see is essentially poisonous. There's tar- tarantulas. I mean, it's just, it's so wild out there. And you're hearing all of these noises from all directions because there's thousands and thousands, Fuck, and thousands I, of bugs. Yeah, It's well, overwhelming. Mm. It's overwhelming to all of your senses. And so we would need to walk together um, at night in groups and flash our flashlight so nothing would approach us. And so for me, that was just, uh, you know, you're already in this like strange diet, this mm-hmm. strange place. Um, you're not in the comforts of your home going through a If you didn't
1: process. have your partner, like, would you, I think I might've died if I was you.
0: <laughs> What's actually funny is we, like most of the time we did not get along. So I wasn't with him a lot of the time. Oh, but there there is one time that I was very, very grateful to have him. And I'll, I'll mention it was like, I wouldn't say it was a come to Jesus moment, but it was, uh, it broke me. It was, it was,
1: it was, uh, well, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Yeah.
0: It it completely broke me. Um, yeah, so we'll get, we'll get to that in a bit, but yeah, we would have to walk in groups at night to make sure that we were essentially traveling in a pack and to just be very mindful of like where we would step at night. Um, so it was just, you had to be very present. You had to be very present with your surroundings, which was, um, a really important lesson to learn Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, there was one point in time where I wanted, I wanted the whole forest to be quiet because it was so overwhelming for me. Mm. Then you think about it and you compare it to the stimulation that we have in the West. It's not organic. It's, it's artificial. And what I was trying to have hush or be quiet was actually the stimulation we should be attuned to, which is, you know, the sound of birds and all these wild animals. And they are so attuned to that
1: because they, they, they grew up in the forest. Oh, in. even on that note, actually, it's really interesting when I'm on the phone to one of my Australian clients. And now that I'm here, like, especially in New York, I don't hear any birds or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'll be on the phone to them and I'll hear the Australian birds. Oh. And my body is like, mm-hmm. it feels so, it doesn't even, it just feels like, so like, oh my gosh, like that's what my body feels like. Cause it mm-hmm. hears like these birds that used to always make noises in Australia, but like I, I couldn't even hear them when I was there. And now being away from that noise, I can like really hear the noise when it comes up. It's very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. And birds and the animals out there, mm. they, all, they have codes. Yeah. You know, like when they're, they're speaking, they hold codes for our body. So it's really Frequency. important. That, yeah. And so it's really important that we can hear in nature. And mm. so, I'm over here like, shush, be quiet. Like, cause I was just so yeah. overwhelmed yeah. by everything yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, but then it was a beautiful realization that I had that I was like, wow, the stimulation that I'm actually okay with is is, is really unhealthy for me. Mm. Like the social media, the, the, the pings on my phone, the, the roads and the honks and all of that. Like that's actually, um, it causes more trauma on our, on our bodies than that of, birds and leaves and trees and, you know, whatever else we might hear in nature. Um, So there was a, I think I had, I think I had two moments that completely broke me. (laughs) So one moment was, um, again, I've, I've worked with the medicine so much. It's, it's how I've cleansed my vessel so much that I have come into psychic ability, abilities, mediumship, just, and that's, I think what's really required when you, you come into those gifts is that you're clearing so much that you're mm.
1: you're so much more tuned into the subtle energies. You have to give yourself permission when you have these abilities to like let yourself break down. Like that's even been like me being on this holiday right now. It's like as soon as I had. Like, first day of my holiday, it was just, like, full fucking breakdown. Mm -hmm. And just, like, I was just in child's pose and just, like, crying Mm -hmm. for, like, three hours. Like, don't even know what about. Yeah, you don't have to understand it. Yeah, no, but you need to give yourself permission to, like, feel the things that you don't want to feel. And, like, I was having a conversation with my friend this morning. And, like, sometimes I feel like when you're in this world, we're not allowed to say certain things. We're not allowed to have those moments. Like, no, 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 you have to give yourself permission to even have those moments of, like, complaining. Mm -hmm. Of, like, fucking, like just crying in like, in, in scarcity is what it is. But sometimes you need to give yourself permission to like fucking beg. Um, and I feel like sometimes we're so in like the, no, like being the energy that you already have it. And it's like, mm, sometimes you actually need to give yourself the permission break to down. fully break down, fully break, break down. down. Cause that's where you uh-huh. then realize in the breakdown, you realize the wounds and stuff and the crap that your brain is telling you that isn't true totally yeah absolutely
0: I love when I have breakdowns of course mm. when they're coming they're so hard but I'm in it I'm again that's when I'm in my wild I'm like on it's my so hands beautiful
1: and I knees. love it yeah
0: it's so raw and it's so like intimate yeah intimate with yourself yeah. and there have been times where I've been in ceremony and I'm like ah just like yeah. really crying and everybody's yeah. holding space for me and I'm on yeah. my hands and knees and I have tears coming down and I don't completely understand it and I'm just releasing. I do believe though that part of my gift is I can hold so much um, sadness and Mm. and, like for the world, for the collective, that uh, there are moments where I'm just, I'm crying for the collective. I'm cleansing. Right. And so. I get
1: um, that. With climate change, it really like, I remember after we had um, whatever the, I don't know what the, I'm not very good with politics, but we had some voting thing in Australia, Mm -hmm. like for like our local member of parliament or whatever. And the person that got in is like, does fuck all for climate change. Right. And I remember arriving to my coach's house. Cause she lives in Melbourne and I was doing like an in-person session with her and I was just bawling just mm-hmm. like, and even just saying this, like I could cry just like the sadness of my kids and my future kids. Mm-hmm. And you look at Australia right now and it's a million, million, by the time this is out, it'll be a million hectares have been burnt And it's just like, and nothing is being done. And then like Adani, which is like a, I don't even know exactly what it is, but it's like some cold thing in Australia that's just been like legalized or whatever. And I'm just like, and it makes me so upset because it's like so many young people are trying and trying and trying, Mm -hmm. like why is nothing being done? And yeah, I, I feel that, like that crying for the collective, like crying for just, mother earth yeah there's a lot of suffering
0: right now mm. and that's why it's important to get out to into nature and to yeah. collect, to connect with life to connect yeah. with i know, you know Everything because you know, like you're talking about Australia. I was sad when I, I saw something that like horses, wild horses are dying because it's so hot.
1: There. Oh, yeah. And all the koalas, all yeah, the all koalas, koalas like, wild, like everything. It's just there's, um, I was talking to one of my clients, it's meant to be 48 degrees Celsius, which is let me just let me figure it out. 48 degrees Celsius is 48 c to Fahrenheit, 118 degrees
0: Fahrenheit. Mm mm
1: that's it's it's like you can't go outside that day like you will die if you're a human like you can't breathe and like even right now my friends on their instagram stories the whole sky is just gray and they can't see the sun properly because the whole sky is filled with smoke and it's just like
0: it's not normal
1: it's so sad it is so i have goosebumps like it is so fucking sad
0: yeah and that's why um it's like you know maybe monica you'll drink ayahuasca at some point Mm -hmm. um it's so one of the, the okay, I guess let me circle back a little bit. We're in the ceremony, yeah, and I it's outside in the dark, and I'm like, fuck this because I thought I could hear like a snake behind me, or like
1: <laughs> I have arachnophobia, so I'd be fucking like literally dead by now, like, I would have had a heart attack like 20 minutes ago, yeah,
0: and I'm like looking behind me to my left, looking behind me to my right. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know what that is. I was like, either way I have to go poop. I'm going to go poop. <laughs> so I go get, I pick up my flashlight and I walk to this building, which is the healing center, which by the way, it's, it's actually a pretty like decently nice, big sized hut. And, um, there's ayahuasca growing on the top of it, which is where they usually do their ceremonies. Ayahuasca is very smart. Like it grows everywhere there. And of course it decided to grow on top of the building because mm. it could feel the energy of the space. But to get to the bathroom, uh, you need a flashlight to go down. So I go down these stairs inside the building. I'm on another platform. I go down two, two or three more stairs and it's pitch dark in this hallway. So I need my flashlight at this point. And when you get to the bathroom, you have to, um, you have to, you, you need a light. It's just, it's so dark in there. So I'm, I'm you, and then you also have to, uh, Wave your light around to make sure that there's no spiders on the toilet. Nothing's crawled in there because you know, a few nights ago there was a tarantula, and oh my so
1: God,
0: I'm over there, high out of my mind, and I need to poop. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit on the toilet and I'm still like waving around. Oh, so I forgot to mention I got um, food poisoning two times when I was there. Jesus Christ. So I'm hungry, I'm hot, I'm uncomfortable, and I'm basically peeing out of my butt because I have food poisoning. I ate a little bit of fish, and my I have such a sensitive stomach. So I'm like out in the middle of the forest because some of the bathrooms are not working. Yeah. Spotting. Ass, hoping nothing crawls on me. Well, I'm just feeling so weak.
1: Oh so, Jesus.
0: The last thing you want when you're out in a place that you're afraid of is to feel like your physical body is weak.
1: Yeah. Cause then you like don't have that momentum to keep going.
0: No. And you feel vulnerable.
1: And, yeah. Fine. You can't fight. Oh my yeah. God.
0: So everything in me is just like, Oh no. So I'm sitting on this toilet and of course I'm still not feeling well. And I'm sitting there and I'm using the bathroom and I'm not feeling well from the ayahuasca. I'm not feeling well from what I ate. And I just broke down sobbing on the toilet as I'm shitting. And and I'm like, what is this? Why am I having, and and I asked, like I was connecting to source. I was like, why am I having this experience? And it was basically, I had to get broken down to the point that weakness would leave my body like, so I could fully yeah. surrender. Right. Cause I was, I was yeah. so tight. I was like,
1: Oh, I'm going to protect myself. And like, for, for a lot of us, especially women, I really find that it's that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's yeah. what happened in my ski accident. So it's like, you're stuck in a bed and you have to surrender for three months. Like you can't take yourself to the bathroom. Like, people are wiping your, uh, people are wiping your ass for you. Mm-hmm. You know, your dad's showering you. Like it's that, like, you don't feel like a human anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so humbling, and that's, it is humbling. And, and, it, and it, it, it breaks you so that you can like get rid of that, that armor that you carry. Oh, and that
0: was the thing I just got chills. That was the Mm. thing for me is that I was really focused on what's the next level of my business. What's, how Mm. am I going to serve next? Right. And for me, the biggest thing that came up during this whole trip was vulnerability Mm. and how I had seen vulnerability as weakness by sharing my vulnerability or even saying, Hey, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a guide. I'm a teacher. I'm a healer. And I'm still healing myself. I'm always going to be healing myself and that's okay. I can still Mm. guide you. And for me, that was um, really terrifying to express. And so uh, I I use the bathroom. I'm sobbing. Nobody else is in the building. I get up and I'm like, I'm such, I have such a warrior spirit. I'm like, okay, now I'm good. You know, I get back up I'm like, let's go back out. And there's candles in this uh, hut. And it was just really nice to see the light after having such a a deep, deep experience with myself on a toilet in like a basement basically. Yeah, wow. And so nobody else is there. And so I just, I sit down in front of these candles and I put on my coat and I'm just staring at the candles and I'm just like, what a gift it is to be alive.
1: I know. Just really,
0: really appreciating the light, really appreciating that the light is always there. Even when things feel really hard and yeah. when we're breaking oh. down and when we're vulnerable yeah. and I just let it fill me up. And, um, my friend who is the leader's wife came in and she's like you've been gone for a while and i'm like yeah i know it feels really good in here <laughs> It was
1: really pooing
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's like are you okay and she sits down next to me and i go i'm terrified out here i feel vulnerable mm. and it's wild and maybe I'm afraid of that because I'm afraid of my wild. I'm not sure yet. And she is actually um, an American woman from Idaho, I think, or s- someplace like that who's been living out there for a year. Like she met her husband through the Akashic Records. Mm-hmm. Like Akashic Records said, go to Peru, go meet him here. They met. It was destined. And now she lives out in the Amazon forest. It's this is right. a blonde woman who's now essentially the queen of this tribe. Wow. Oh. Um, And so she's sitting down next to me and we're talking a bit and she goes, you know, I'm terrified every day that I'm out here. Mm. And um, I know that the more I project my fears, the more that they'll manifest, especially here. And so if there are any beings, any animals that come to me, I meet my fear when it's there, not not projecting when that fear oh, might come or you I know if it. if or when or whatever and and i was like wow that's such an important lesson for me because we're always afraid of the things that have not yet happened or may not even happen right
1: and oh, i feel like just fucking quote that we are always <laughs> afraid of the things that have not yet happened
0: mhm mhm we're afraid of the things that don't exist in physical form mm. and so uh, when she said that to me I I had this moment of that was really vulnerable of her and that was really powerful. And so it was like the medicine that I needed as I'm exploring like this vulnerability and what what is there for me, I'm like getting my shit rocked at that that literally literally (laughs) and i saw her like my my view of her was so brave because she's this white american woman living out in the amazon forest and she's got this warrior spirit too and for her to tell me that she's scared every day but yet she still meets it i was like that is leadership and that's the power of vulnerability yeah and after that um Things really shifted for me. I, I feel like at that point, my my little girl took the back seat, and I stepped back into my 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 warrior archetype because mm-hmm. I very much identify with um, having a warrior spirit. When I'm not like feeling fucking terrified by the jungle, I'm like getting down in the mud. I'm like you yeah. know traveling and doing all yeah. these things, doing a medicine thing. But it was yeah, it was uh, crazy to to witness, um, without having like consciousness around it, that, mm. uh, my inner child, my little girl was just leading. Cause she was so terrified that she was like, Oh my God, I'll, I'll protect us, you know? And so yeah. I allowed my warrior wise woman to come through again. I was like, you know what? Yes. Whatever is here. I'll meet because I know that everything is perfect. I know that mm. I'm always protected. And if I'm supposed to go because some big anaconda eats me, then I'm supposed to go because I'm yeah. anaconda I'm exactly where I need to be. Everything is perfect. Um, yeah. So it was a, that, that was just a really powerful moment and such a beautiful teaching. And after that I went and I laid back outside and yeah, it ended up being a, and that's how the medicine works. You Mm -hmm. go, you go up high, you can experience bliss and beauty and see into other realms and other worlds and Mm -hmm. just experience like the most mystical, magical, metaphysical things and then it can take you down low into your shadows and you're like, oh fuck, I don't want to be here. And that's usually when you're like purging and pooing and crying. And then you'll come back out. Then you'll come back out. And you're like, oh my God, life is so good again. And you start to see the beauty and like the flow of life that we always need to be in this process of death and rebirth, death and rebirth, because everything um is so much brighter and so much sweeter when you come back up from the darkness. Right? Like yes. you have such an appreciation you for do. Like, you. do. Like, you have a such an appreciation. Yes, yes, yes. And that's that's why like I like you, Monica, like I love beauty. Like I love, mm. like when I see flowers, they're precious to me. Mm. I like treat them almost like puppies. Cause I'm like, this, yeah. this is like, this is candy for our eyes. Like flowers are so beautiful and, and plants, um, hold so much medicine and so much yeah. wisdom and they have, they have spirits to them as well. And that's one thing yeah. I've learned from working with ayahuasca is there's the, they, it's
1: like such a, a powerful teacher, and it's, just, I've really found like the more that I've gotten into my feminine and gotten just so in my body and the ability to escape from my head. I just, I have full goosebumps right now as I'm saying this, <laughs> the ability for me to experience pleasure is so easy now mm-hmm. compared to what it used to be. Like, I'm just thinking, even as you talk about this, like, the feeling of like skiing down a mountain on like fresh snow and people would just take that for granted. But it's like that, you know, or like seeing the snow fall outside and it's just like, it's just magical. And even like, for me, like I really learned to appreciate all of these tiny things after my ski accident, when I couldn't walk, couldn't, couldn't make my own lunch, couldn't get a glass of water for myself, couldn't wipe my ass. Like I learned to appreciate all those little things. And because of that, I now appreciate so much more and getting into my sensuality even like you know when I'm eating I fucking eat and I feel the pleasure of eating mm-hmm. I don't scoff it down or I like fucking sensually eat and mm-hmm. everything is so much better when you're in your body doing things like so yeah, much. Better. Everything is sacred.
0: Everything yeah. is sacred. Like just living is sacred. Mm-hmm. Think about all this the like I had read or heard on an audible I'll say audible because I think it was audible. Yeah. But um that there are like uh, souls waiting to be incarnated as humans to have mm. the human experience because what we experience is is um, like you're talking about like the smells and, mm. and the visions and the the power that we have to create even more experiences. Yeah, like, so it's fucking amazing! It's so fucking amazing. Like, yeah, and that's you know psychedelics are great. I love psychedelics and also life every day. Can be psychedelic. They just give Mm. you a glimpse into what we can already access and cultivate ourselves if we, if we're listening. We're in the present Yes.
1: Oh my god! Last night, I like was sitting in my bed listening to like psychic music. Like you know when you search on YouTube, like Uh psychic whatever rather, and it's just transcendental beats or something. Yeah, it's just like it's just basically like vibration, right? Mm -hmm. And I opened my eyes. And I could feel all around my body, just these waves. Mm -hmm. But my whole body was like, (laughs) I could just, my body wasn't moving. It was like, I could feel these like pulses Mm -hmm. of energy around me. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's like, you can have these moments by sitting in bed. Laptop is like in front of me, but because I allow myself, I give myself permission to go Mm -hmm. there and I give myself space and time and that permission piece, like, I mean, that's, that's also why I haven't, I know I have felt cold in the past and I, I know I talked to you about it Mm -hmm. to do ayahuasca and then it disappeared again, Mm -hmm. but, um, I, I have done a lot of work on myself, but I continue to do so, especially around keeping my third eye open all the time. Like every day I'm like doing my witchy psychic shit. Mm-hmm. And because of that, if I need to go somewhere, if I need to see the future, if I need to tap into access outside, something, I can access it. Like even this morning, I like sit and I'm like, I'm like, Hey, what the fuck is this, is this person feeling? And I can just go there and access it. And I've mm-hmm. learned to understand when my rational mind comes in and when it's my intuition, and it's taken practice, yeah, it takes but it's so a much beautiful gift. Like it really is a gift. It does take a little practice, mm-hmm. but it's such a fucking gift. It
0: takes honestly what it really takes is not disassociating with your body. I think mm-hmm. a lot of us are so stimulated and yes. so medicated yeah. that and and running away, honestly, running away from a lot of what we're experiencing inside yes. of our bodies. That, mm-hmm. um, that's what. What keeps us from from tapping into those gifts? Because we all have gifts. Like, oh yeah, especially Monica's, women. Monica's not special. I'm not yeah. special. Like, not. we all have access to all of these metaphysical gifts. We're actually like, this is our natural state of being: is to be telepathic, intuitive. Psychic. That's why
1: kids have like imaginary friends. They're not imaginary. No, they're real. They're real until someone like, tells them that they're not exactly. Real. And then they yeah. shame that part of themselves and they'll block it. Yeah, it's real. Yeah,
0: and um, it it takes.
1: Uh, uh, like
0: having a deep connection with your body because there are times where I feel something in my body and maybe I'm around someone who's feeling really awkward or insecure around me and mm. then I start feeling that. I'm like, okay, so maybe there's something in me that still hasn't resolved that, but I'm also mm. feeling that in them. So knowing what your body feels like on like a good day when you're solid in your center so that when you do have those encounters or when you do have experiences with others that you're like, oh, this is not necessary me, this is yeah. me. being able to that's how you're able to read into people's like energetic fields because you're like, This doesn't feel like me. Yeah, so you it's know what
1: you feel like first. I remember when I started getting into this, I actually like people often think when you start to get into like, you abilities, it's gonna be like really fun and you can read everybody's minds. Uh, it was really scary for me, like, I was yeah. having crazy dreams. I, for the first time in my life, I was terrified of flying, mm-hmm. it wasn't my Terror, it was everybody else's terror. Totally. I felt like I, I was getting on too. Too. Yeah, like fucking yeah. terrified, like mm-hmm. full-blown anxiety. And I do not <sighs> suffer from anxiety at all. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like literally listening to binarial beats as I'm getting on the plane. And I had to knock myself out on the plane, go to That's sleep, true. so I didn't have to deal with what I was feeling. And it wasn't me, it was actually other people. So people think it's really like, oh, it's all gonna be like butterflies and rainbows. It's not necessarily butterflies and rainbows, but it is really important that you learn to protect your energy mm-hmm. so that like you're not tapping into everybody else's energy when you don't want to and yeah. knowing what like um for me what I really have learned is knowing what ego feels like and what intuition feels like totally. so sometimes I'll be like doing something and I'm like my intuition is saying this is what this person is feeling this is how they're feeling and I want to like test myself out so I'll pop in I'll then put in in by my head I'll put in what I don't want but could be true Mm -hmm. And I'll put it in. It will just feel like not like all contractive and yuck. And I'm like, right, that's not the answer. Yeah. Yeah, And it's all like, and it feels really like freaky in my body. Um, And then when it's like, when it's just really peaceful and calm and when it's, when it's almost neutral, Mm -hmm. that's when, you know, like it's intuition when there's like, it's not evoking emotion, but when a lot of emotion is evoked, that's when it's like ego. Um, So you have to like learn to navigate that within your own body as well.
0: Yeah, because intuition just flows through. There's no conflict Mm. when it comes through. You're just like, okay, and it comes and it goes. It's like a wave, right? Yeah, sometimes I'll
1: be doing like intuitive shit and then like all of a sudden I'm like somewhere else and I'm like, wait,
0: (laughs) what just happened? Come back. (laughs) I I do that too. Sometimes I'm like in multiple places at once. I swear I'm doing like galactic work and I'm like having human experiences. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: Um, The other experience that I had, uh, so- for me this journey just because i again i just drank so much ayahuasca and i've done so many psychedelics yeah. was about me um really understanding my gifts because they're mm-hmm. still developing in so many ways like yeah. my shamanic gifts and i think at some point i will facilitate but i'm I'm going to give myself time yeah um just because there's a study of music i see how music is used in the ceremonies to move the medicine and the energy okay. and all of this stuff it's quite the study yeah. and um for me, there were points in times where I wasn't drinking the medicine, and I almost had panic attacks. Because what happens is when you're so open—again, talking about like yeah. that openness, right? When you're so open mm. and you're so raw, things can also stick to yes. you, right? Like because you're yes. like you're just like oh, yes. so open. So when your light is on in the astral. There are things there that want to come to the yeah. light. Like everything naturally wants to come to the light, right? Like the flowers grow towards the light. Like yeah. everything wants to be connected
1: the to the yeah. light. And I, I felt everything just... That would have been scary. That had me to me it before me. And it's really yeah. scary.
0: It, it scared me multiple times when I yeah. was there and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was yeah. not high on anything and um, there there was also a lot of um, density there too yeah. on this, this land because there was genocide with their people so that was heavy okay. in the land as well and um, so I was really navigating that for myself I'm like how can I like how can I you know just be present in this place and not feel overwhelmed by all It's don't
1: like Australia because Australia's land especially Sydney is so heavy mm-hmm. like the trauma and the pain in the land is just like I just, I know that you said that your partner also doesn't vibe with, he doesn't vibe with Australia. Yeah. I really do not vibe with the energy of Australia. They've
0: got genocide there too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really icky energy. Yeah, Yeah,
0: totally. Um, And so again, we were in ceremony and we were honoring their ancestors in the ceremony and I had just a little, I didn't have a lot. I was getting so sensitive at this point. I didn't mm. mean to drink a lot. Like I was like, just give me a sip because that like anything will, will yes. send me over the fucking edge at this yes. point. Okay. And so I had a little bit more than I wanted and I yeah. drank it and I'm sitting in this hut and I'm like, I can't be in here. See, even just like I'm feeling into the energy a little bit. I it's like starting to bring a little bit of anxiety for me. But I was sitting and I was like, I need to get out. Like I need to breathe. Like this is too much for me. And again, I went and I purged and I came back. I was like, I can't go back in there. Like I just can't. And it started to get stronger and stronger and stronger because I'd probably only eaten like two bananas at this point because I was still dealing with my gut issues. Yeah. I didn't know until later um, what I think I was feeling a little bit was that uh, a snake had actually gone into that hut. So I was already feeling the energy of that. They didn't say anything about it because they don't want to freak people out. Anyway, later on... Was there a snake in the hut? Yeah, there was a snake in the grass on the top of the hut. (gasps) Fuck. I know. Um, And then... I'm starting to go far from my body. I'm, I'm a, like traveling at this point, like accessing different places I've never accessed, um, and on any sort of psychedelics. When I, when I, um, when I study with psychedelics, I'm also doing like a lot of astral traveling. Like I'm yeah. doing a lot of work there. Yeah. Um, but I'm still here. I'm very present in my experience, but I'm also like going different places and mm. accessing different information and receiving downloads and mm. connecting to my guides. And it's like, that's why I really love it. Cause I'm like, I'm from the stars. Like yeah. it, it feels like home for me. Yeah. Um, but then it just started to like, I just went deeper and I went deeper and then I couldn't feel my body after a certain point. And I just got so overwhelmed. Everybody else is fucking fine. And I'm over here like in a fucking whirlwind of God knows what. I'm like, where am I? I know that I'm physically here, but I feel like I'm getting spread out between multiple places. And then the ceremony gets over. And after this we had done some things that were really overwhelming for me, like getting in the water, everybody like jumped in the water. I was like too much, too much. Mm. I can't go in the water right now. And they do it again. And I'm like trying to be a part of it. I'm like too much. Yeah. And then the ceremony closes and I find my partner and I start sobbing. I, and I tell him I'm so overwhelmed. I can't feel my body. And so we went back to the healing center and he's in, a, he's a powerful, powerful healer. And he's, yeah. he's like solid in his experience. And so he and uh, one of our friends there, um, helping me come back to my body. It took about two hours for me to fully come back to my body. Cause I was, yeah, I was just, I was traveling. I was out there and, um, my mediumship was really strong. I was like incorporating all of these different beings and rattling and, you know, uh, just doing what I do when I, I go into mediumship and it was, it was just, a it was a lot for me. And so, um, yeah, it's just, uh, energy is powerful. Like plants are really powerful. And, and this medicine that we drank was, um, we all cut the vine together. We made the medicine together and we drank it in ceremony. So like we planted ayahuasca trees and vines and, um, yeah, so it was, it was a really beautiful experience to, um, be able to go to the, the, the home of a medicine that woke me up essentially and introduced Mm. me to a world and to a life that I'm like, Oh, this is, this is my life. What the life I was living before was a life that I had adopted a life that I just inherited from society, that this is how you do the things to make you happy. And until I got to a point where I was like, I'm not happy. This isn't my life. And, um, yeah, so I was, I actually really miss it there right now, just with how quiet it is and um, just, there's no need to be anything. There's no rush to go anywhere. No need for like all these crazy goals and stuff like that. And I really miss that lack of pressure that we put on Mm. ourselves that's out there. Like you have permission to just be.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fucking navigating that right now of like, I have permission to have a month off. And like, it's, it's actually going to be a really big challenge for me. Like I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever actually had a month holiday. I've had my gap year, which is totally different. That wasn't, that was just like a drinking party fest. But yeah, when you have your own business, having a month off, that's a big fucking deal. And like, totally. off, yeah. Like, I deleted my emails, my email applications today in my box. That's so like, good. Like, off. I'm, like, full <laughs> off. And, like, a lot's going to come up. Like, I, I, could, I can feel it. It's brewing. Like, it's going to – a lot is going to come up for me whilst I'm away on this holiday.
0: Because sometimes our identity gets wrapped in what we do rather than yeah. just what we be.
1: Yeah. It's going to be – really, it's actually going to be an opportunity for me to just get back. Like we were saying yesterday of really getting back to on on your podcast, Mm -hmm. um, getting back to that inner child, like it's going to be an opportunity for me to just really play and to explore like what my body is like craving for that idea of fun because, I mean, I know how to have fun and I've been, I, I've worked on that this year of trying to balance fun and work, but I think when you have zero pressure of work, you can really explore the fun element because oh you God. don't have to bring yourself back out of the fun to work because i got a whole month <sighs> of fun.
0: Yeah. And you know, the idea is that work should be fun too, but still there's like with the business, there's the back end stuff. I you know. know. Like the like you
1: have stuff. to like, you, you've booked your clients in for a time. You can't just be like, mm, I'm playing in the snow. Sorry. Like that doesn't happen. Like you can't do that. You know, like even though I love my business to fucking death, I love my job to death. It doesn't mean that we don't need a holiday. It's like, you can say, I love your partner. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you don't still want time away. Cause it actually allows you to come back stronger.
0: Totally. And, and especially I was just talking to one of my clients about this earlier. Like because I work with healers, I work with medicine women, like those who are developing their gifts and want to share okay. their gifts with the world. It's um when you're in the service business, like you need to take care of yourself and you need to have those moments of of connecting to your play and connecting yeah, to your Yeah, even soul. more so even than the more average person. So, right? Because you're giving all the time and you're giving yeah. so much that yeah. you have to make sure that your cup is full and that you're giving back to yourself so that the overflow you don't resent
1: your work exactly but also so that you can really show up like having like having time off to just like get really like into your magic it just allows me to then come back with my clients and just be like so strong and so intuitive and so clear just because exactly because my vessel has just gotten so fucking clear it's like a purge but like Uh a fun Mm -hmm. purge Totally.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I was doing um, the ceremony, I was away from my business for a month. That's yeah. when I just went MIA from Instagram and Facebook. I was like, yeah. peace out guys, going to go to the jungle. Just yeah. as I do being the Aries that I am, yeah. I'm just like adventure time, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm cool with like putting my business on hold. Cause I knew that it would benefit my work. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. And then right after that, I went to a shamanic sex training, which was a whole, it'll have to be a whole other conversation, mm. but I brought up, a of shit for me too okay. and so by the time I went home I was like oh just so, yeah. apple and so raw and so open and I was just so happy to like take baths and be in my bed and like just yeah hot showers and like toilet like everything was so pleasurable at that point mm. because I was like oh my god this is sugar this is salt this is like yeah I'm in bed I'm like yeah oh, I just get to sleep in because it was like every day for about a month I had something I needed to do whether it was drinking I mean It's not like it was like the worst thing in the world, but I was drinking ayahuasca or I was making hape or, you know, I was out in the Amazon forest on these trails that fucking scared me. And or I was like doing some exercises and the shamanic training that like just yeah. brought up a whole bunch of stuff you know yeah. or like holding space for others because there was a lot being released in that space mm. people were doing their healing
1: emotional and, work is very fucking exhausting
0: really exhausting it's so lot, exhausting we did a lot of that a lot of like um uh stuff around parents a lot of stuff mm. around like there are people that you know maybe had sexual abuse that they were working through yeah. and again i've cleared a lot that like uh, you know, when I was in the shamanic sex training, big shit was coming up, like crying and screaming, mm-hmm. and I, I hold space for that really well because I've had m- my moments yeah. of that. But it was also a lot for me at times because I had just gotten out of the fucking Amazon jungle. Yeah, you're fragile out. now. I was That's like, I was like, I'm so sensitive right now. Yeah, volume down because all of yeah. my senses were just so heightened that, like, and, and like yelling and screaming and crying. I was like, okay, I can, I can. I can be with that, but can, yeah. I just need things to be a little calm. I'm like, I've got mosquito bites <laughs> all over my body. And like, I need a, a burger at this point. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Which by the way was the first thing I ate when we got out. Oh, how jungle. funny. I had, um, burgers two days in a row oh my I was, god I was like I just need me
1: yeah yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah. I can fucking imagine I could not do bananas I don't even eat banana I don't even eat fruit that much just generally yeah. I could not do bananas and plantains yeah they're it like was, the two things that I would never go to the supermarket and buy
0: ever yeah we had squash sometimes and rice but it was like sometimes the same thing every day and I was like there was there was a point in time when my my partner is such a foodie. He's yeah. vegan and he loves cooking. And he fucking protested one day. I was like, oh, here we go. It's like the same soup. He's like, I'm not fucking eating that soup again. He's like, I'll starve.
1: <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh my God. That that would be me. I'd be like, I just want some fucking roasted cauliflower with olive oil. Like how hot is it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I had a, a small bag of, I think it was like hazelnuts from when I was traveling. Yeah. And I would like go into my bag and eat, they were like, like these treats. Cause they didn't have hazelnuts yeah. out there. They didn't really have nuts. Like they're it, like, their food is very simple. I think it's just yeah. meat and vegetables. Yeah. And, um, so any little bit of thing I could find from like, when I was on the plane, I would just oh like, my God. smack in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I can <could> imagine <laughs> like a little mouse <laughs> in the corner. Totally. And that's Someone had Brazil nuts. I was like, are those Brazil nuts? Oh and my
1: God. God. <laughs> that's so funny exotic you know yeah wow Mm -hmm. oh my god so incredible okay so because you're like the ayahuasca pro what's like the number one tip that you would give somebody that is interested Mm -hmm. like what I will say is like I know that I went through a phase where I was really feeling called and I listened to the calling but I think all I needed in that moment was to give myself permission to listen to it but Mm -hmm. not necessarily to go and sit it Totally. so and I feel like sometimes with signs it's actually that you don't need to go and do the thing it's that you have to listen to the sign and other things will show up that need to show up mm-hmm. because you've listened to it mm-hmm. if somebody has really been called to do it and they mm-hmm. keep getting cold keep getting cold they really want to go do it what would be like your number one tip for them
0: Oof, um my number one tip would be um and I don't know how, I'm gonna find a way to say this is Who facilitates and who serves the medicine it's very, very important. Mm. They're they're clean themselves. Yes. So there are a lot of people that work with the medicine um that are using it to make money, not actually holding Mm. it sacred, not holding your healing sacred. And so they're serving from ego, not from service. Yeah. And think about it this way. So they're, they're helping hold space for the ceremony for all of your shit to come up. So whatever it is that you think might come up, they need to be able to hold space for that. Right. So if they've maybe held ceremony a few times or don't even know how to hold space for themselves, like just be very mindful of, uh, if you can meet the facilitator, Tune into like, do I feel safe around this person? Yeah. Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel like they would hold space? Um, because yeah, ayahuasca is super trendy right now. And there's it's a very trendy, a, yeah. Yeah, and there's a pro and a con to that. The pro is that more people are, are having awakenings, um, and they're waking up and they're healing, and that's that's what that medicine does. It shows you beyond the veil, essentially.
1: Yeah.
0: And also, um, because of that, uh, there's a lot of spiritual bypass.
1: Yeah, I yes. There, so now oh. I'm enlightened, and I know everything. Or I was actually even gonna say, like, you don't have to drink ayahuasca to become spiritual. Yeah. And like, I actually really and this it really clicked yeah. when you talking about. Um, like the beauty in the little things. Of mm-hmm. uh, I think my like quote unquote spiritual awakening. I don't. I wasn't really an awakening at all. But like my like moment of where a lot shifted for me is what it was. Mm-hmm. Was really after my ski accident when everything was taken away from me. Like uh-huh. everything, mm-hmm. all my independence, all my freedom stripped. Like couldn't even fucking walk to the bathroom. Like that is when you kind of realize how good you got it and whatnot and what you're mm-hmm. grateful for. Um. So yeah, you don't. You also don't need to do ayahuasca to become tapped in no. or in alignment or spiritual or anything like that no. like I an
0: it could yeah. be taking a shit on a toilet every day if it's spiritual practice yeah like reading a book Sp- spiritual could be comp- sex it could be whatever it wants yeah. to be for you. There's no needing to charge your crystals under the moonlight or go yeah. ayahuasca. Yeah. We're all spiritual beings. So just being alive is a spiritual experience.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was saying it's about my witchy stuff, my witchy program of like, someone sent me a message being basically like, they basically made the assumption, like I'm not a witch so I can't do um, a program. And it was like, and that was the case. That was just like that classic case of like, because I don't look like a quote unquote witch. I can't do it, but it's like, but your idea of spirituality or my idea of being a witch can be different. I don't have to wear black lipstick and have black hair and fling, you know, sage around every day to be a witch. Like that's like, that is about an energy. It's about tapping into your power. It's not about you having to like fucking burn charcoal every day. Exactly the same with spiritual. You don't have to drink ayahuasca every year. You could just sit in meditation every morning.
0: Totally, And there's something I want to say about that because it's something I struggled with mm. for a while. And I think I, um, I'm coming out of this this yeah. phase, this, this uh, I guess you could say lesson. Yeah. Is, um, I was very afraid to talk about my gifts. I was afraid mm. to do healing work with people knowing that I'm a really powerful healer. I have a lot of medicine to share yeah. um, because I didn't look. like a healer I wasn't wearing the white robe and I didn't have the dreads and I wore makeup and because I you know don't live in a yurt or whatever you know whatever the yeah
1: I totally relate
0: the idea what Hollywood and media or you know people want to project that you should look like that's um that's not being your fullest expression and that's actually the opposite of of, you know, what these people are saying is spiritual, spirituality mm-hmm. is allowing yourself to be fully expressed, whatever the fuck that looks like, however good it yep. feels for you. Yeah. Otherwise that's just an illusion again.
1: Right. Cause we're, we're, it is, yeah, it it's is. like, it's like, you have to, you have to tune into what it's like to be the fullest version of you and have all of your needs met. Like your idea, like my idea of alignment will be different to yours. And like, for me, for example, comfort is like my number one need. And I actually mm-hmm. can't tune into my gifts. I, I won't be as in alignment. Mm-hmm. If I don't have comfort around me, like a beautiful environment, like that's super, super important to me and other people, it's not as important, but if I force myself to go into a scenario that looks witchy or look spiritual, I would yeah, shut I down it. and I wouldn't, I would not be witchy or spiritual at all. Totally.
0: Uh, a really important lesson I learned at Burning Man was I met a lot of people, of course, because Burning Man will have things like this happen yeah. because I was going through this lesson of, I was projecting a lot of my own um, views of what I thought people should be or mm-hmm. whatever, based off of their looks, Yeah, um, which is very dangerous because I was meeting a lot of people that were like spiritual coaches or leaders in the community. Community just based off of their Instagram profiles or mm. their following or wherever you know they've written an article or whatnot. But when I had these experiences where I'd run into these people and meet these people, um, uh, I won't say any names, but I would have these experiences and I was like, "Wow, this person is so not embodied."
1: Mm, oh my God. Who was I? Oh, okay. So like, I actually understand this again, no names, but like I was looking at someone's Instagram profile the other day that followed me and I know her behind her Instagram profile. And like, she said to me, like how much she resents her job and she doesn't enjoy it and whatnot. And she's doing like an Instagram post of like, why, I, why you're so confident in getting my services and why, like, I'm an amazing this, but at the same time, I have like, like, I literally am so aware of her, like, not enjoying her job and talking about her job badly and resenting and everything. Mm -hmm. And she puts on this persona of everything's so hunky dory and I love my life and I'm so embodied, but Mm -hmm. I actually know for a fact that she's like so not. Or, or like the case of like, let's say, for example, they're teaching about like, let's just say money mindset, Mm -hmm. but you know, they have the worst fucking money mindset ever. Like, it's not it's not sustainable. Like it's not going to last long term.
0: No. And, um, the mind wants to put things in boxes, right? So we want to see something and say, yes, I know what that is. I know how that is. I know, I know how that person is. Some people are really good at playing the spiritual game and yay. Good for them. Also, you're also, um, robbing people of, uh, of maybe accessing a different resource. That's going to be more fitting for them. And I feel like, and there's a bit of, um, Uh, it feels like a bit of taking advantage of people's um, naivety. Yes. A
1: bit. That's why I'm really like, I really hope that soon there'll be some like regulation that's brought into the coaching industry. Cause there is yeah. a lot of, there's plenty of coaches out there that mm-hmm. aren't embodied in what they're teaching. Right. And it is a shame because people, people do go there. Like we, we base our, a lot of our assumptions these days off an Instagram and totally. which is fair enough. Like that's our modern life. That's fine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it is unfair when things are not as what, not what they seem like online. Totally. The most powerful
0: healers I know do not look like these characters you know, I think someone yeah. said in Bali they're called like Jasmine and Aladdin, like, you know, wearing yeah. the big pants and the hats yeah. and the fedoras and all that stuff. Like yeah. I like myself a good hat, you know? Yeah. And also like most of the time I'm not showing up on Instagram with makeup. I'm like, I'm I just fucking got done with my meditation, you guys. I'm not gonna yeah. put on makeup at nine o'clock in the morning. That's just yeah. not embodied for me. Like I'm actually yeah. showing up for my practice and I'm doing yeah. the thing, you know? Yeah. But um So going back to, you know, and I think this is all just a theme and it's good to have awareness and discernment around is, yeah, if you want to be in ceremony, you've been invited to just check in with your gut. Does this feel Mm -hmm. good? Um, Yeah, you probably get some benefit from the medicine, but I'll tell you um, the most important part of working with psychedelics is the integration because you can do all of this work go through all of these experiences, have all these- And then leave it in the fucking forest. Yeah, and then- how is that? How are you going to integrate that into yeah. your day-to-day life? Like that's where the real change is because I'll tell you this. I was doing psychedelics for about five years. I was still living paycheck to paycheck. I had all these beautiful realizations about abundance and fear and how mm-hmm. powerful I am as a feminine being and all of these just amazing experiences that you'll have on psychedelics. I also had really terrible experiences. Yeah. My life outside of that was still shit.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: And s- until i decided to take what i learned and integrate that into my life and, and I, that's not
1: that action like the law of action it's like sitting yeah. in meditation pulling tarot cards like that's all fucking great but and like using your essential oils but if you're not actually like showing the fuck up for yourself it's gonna do nothing
0: totally that's like going to church and praying that all your problems are going to be solved and then sitting at home watching tv all fucking yeah
1: my um I'm not like um I I grew up like my family was catholic or christian I don't know which one but maybe it was a blend I think it might have been a blend (laughs) and um and now now we're all like the universe supports Mm -hmm. um but I remember like my mom always saying like god helps those who help themselves and that's like really like that's always been in my brain and it's fucking Mm -hmm. true it's like the universe shows up for you when you show up for yourself when you have your own back
0: totally because you are God. And yeah. I know some people can't quite understand this yet, but we are all and this is why it's so important to not play these fucking parts and show up as perfect and yeah. I need to look like this or whatever, because our uniqueness is so beautiful. We are all unique expressions of the universe. Like yeah. now when I look at people, I fall in love with almost every single person I meet, even if I'm like <laughs> physically or like I'm like, oh, that's kind of gross. But I'm like, what are you? <laughs> like what a unique expression yeah I get to experience that that Uh, you
1: know what's so weird I'm just saying that my brain is now like it's it's so unique or like I just I love everyone's quirks now and it's like it like to me vulnerability is so beautiful I'm not afraid of being vulnerable anymore it's like oh I love being vulnerable it's so like it's so pretty (laughs) it's so beautiful like I just I love it now it's really interesting how you can reshape your brain around those things
0: Totally. I was telling my partner about you because um, he was like, "Oh, I had the podcast interviewed Unifigo," yeah. in and I was like, "Oh, I really love talking to her because I was like, I can feel that she's so inner feminine because I'm very feminine too. Yeah. When I'm not in my masculine working, and then I get into my Aries, which is a masculine sign. Yeah, I was like she sees." life i i I was like i think you know she's manifested things so quickly because she's in her feminine like she's really in in the flow and i was like that's what happened for me the more that i started to really just gratitude is feminine appreciating the beauty of life and like Really just being grateful, seeing the beauty in yourself, then you can see the beauty in everybody and everything. It's just like this really beautiful. It's like the infinity, it's the infinity loop, right? You're yeah. like everybody's so beautiful. You love everybody, you love everything, then you love yourself. And it's just that, yeah. that reflection. It? And I was just um telling him how much I really enjoyed our conversation. And Aww. yeah. I
1: really enjoyed it too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like I'm gonna so- have to call her every week now.
1: Yeah. No, it's all- <laughs> You're so welcome to, but it is so true. Like I really see beauty now in, I can honestly say like everything, like even a little example, like I used to be really insecure about my big scar on my leg. And now when I look at it, I just like see so much beauty and it's just like, and it's a story. It's a a story. I honestly just see like, so I actually see a lot of beauty, beauty now in people's weaknesses and vulnerability. I see a lot of beauty now in people's vulnerability or their, um, their quote unquote weaknesses. I see a lot of beauty in them, in them now. And just in like fucking everything. Like I can, I now can sit and stare for like 30 minutes, whereas I used to never be able to do that. I used to never be able to just sit and fucking stare, but now I literally can just like sit and do nothing. And that is, a that is a, a hard place to be in for a lot of us, but oh a my God, beautiful yeah. place to be in.
0: Yeah. I love, I love when I have moments of mm. that too. like reading a simulation, listening to music, a simulation. Sometimes it's nice to just like be in your own body just and like be. have a fucking 20 pound blanket. I like the weighted blankets, have a yeah. 20 pound blanket on you and just like cozy and just
1: breathe. Just, just breathe stare. And
0: stare. Yeah. Usually when that happens to me, I do go off
1: somewhere else. The oh, yeah, always. Yeah. I it doesn't wanna... last very long. I start thinking about something, but like it's, I kind of forget that I'm thinking about it and I'm like, wait, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Come back home. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Yeah, even this morning I was doing something and um, I like went off and I had to open my eyes again and just like have a sip of my cacao and then like, <laughs> right, go back in. Because uh-huh. it was like, I don't know where I went and I couldn't bring myself back. Uh-huh. Anyway, thank you, Taj. Is there anything else that you want to yeah. share? Uh, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, it is
0: at Taj, T-A-J dot Savitri, S-A-V-I-T-R-I.
1: I'll link it uh, in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I mostly hang out. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for what's coming in 2020. I have so much more to share. Yeah. 2020
1: is going to be such... I'm really excited for the year. Yeah, like, be I'm good. before I got, got on this call with you, I'm making a 2020 rule book for myself nice. of, like, all my rules for 2020. Things like... So Saturday is going to be my fun day. Sunday is bed Mm -hmm. day. So every day of the, every, every, no, not every day, one day a week, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have like a bed day where I literally stay in bed the whole fucking day.
0: I love that.
1: And I need that. I
0: love days like that. Like I crave them actually.
1: Yeah, I don't give that to myself. But I love, I actually had a realization this year when I was hungover one time of like, that was one thing I love being about, one thing I love about being hungover is that you're (laughs) so dead. You like have to stay in bed all day. And it's like, and I actually crave that ability to just like have a bed day. So yeah, I'm making myself a rule book and I'm really (laughs)
0: excited for it.
1: No one asked Monica to do anything that day. (laughs) Literally, literally. Yeah. I'm like going all out next year with like boundaries, rules, yeah, and like just, and I'm actually going to run my business next year. Not like it's my business, but like I'm working for a business and I am separate from my business. So my weekends are my fucking weekends and nobody Mm. talks to me on the weekend.
0: (laughs) Like, um, Sundays are my God days. So those mm-hmm. are the days that I'll get out in nature and like tune into my play. And like yeah. really they're the days for like playing with the universe, getting yeah. into like my little girl and being outside and talking yeah. to the birds and stuff. So I love that you're doing that because I have a day like that too. And usually love, yeah. those will be days of creation too. Like if I wanted to yeah. paint or to write yeah. music and to sing, it usually happens
1: on God days. Oh, so beautiful. I love those yeah. mornings when I have like a three hour routine where I'm like in no rush and I'm not even like routine but I'm just like falling with what feels good and I'm uh-huh. like doing some psychic shit and then I'm just like rolling around on my yoga mat and then doing some like sensual dancing and like doing some uh-huh. lap dancing uh-huh. it's just like it's so fucking good have a bath like it's uh-huh. so good
0: and then you look at your clock and you're like what the fuck did I do with my day oh my
1: god it's like 2 p.m <laughs> I'm like fuck I really need to like do something today the best I not even eaten breakfast yet <laughs> I know oh my god that has been me <laughs> so fucking much like the last month of just like yeah it'll be 2 p.m and I'm like oh I should probably leave the house now <laughs> yeah, totally. And like eat something. Or, like,
0: take take a shower or something.
1: Yeah, literally. Oh my God. Anyway, thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. Oh, you, oh, this chat was really good. It was so good hearing about your whole story. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah.
0: For you to yeah, you're so welcome. I love thank talking you. to you.
1: I love talking to you as well. Um, Let's stay in touch. Have an amazing Christmas and everything. thank you. If you ever need to like get on the phone or anything, just let me know because I'm girl, still here for like girl, it's gonna rest.
0: it's it's totally gonna be a thing now
1: okay, yay, yeah. amazing. Okay. I'll okay. let you know when the podcast is up, but it will be up in january okay, cool okay. yeah,
0: and i'm I'm gonna try to move when I was talking to Nathan last night. I was like, yeah. oh, I just felt like you were the first um interview because I'm still getting used to the flow. I'm like yeah. how do I end it? How do I yeah. start you know like getting. Yeah. getting used to that that um growth spurt I guess Mm. um but I was like I really loved just how fluid and how open it was I was like well because she's super feminine and like
1: yeah we
0: we both have very similar energy and I was like I just felt more myself in this interview yeah because sometimes people can totally
1: take over the the Ah, interview um well I've just well, that's, but that's why I like doing my cacao and convo because it's never an interview. It's not like a question thing. Like I like barely even introduce people. It's yeah. just it's just like a conversation. And that's why I think my audience loves them or I know my audience loves them so much is because it's like people often say like I feel like I'm having a coffee with the two of you. Mm-hmm. And just like we're having a chat and, and that's entertaining. I feel like sometimes, you know, when it's just like when people are especially when you get those people on that are dry and you can't flow with them. Yeah. And the then the interview is hard. It's actually like quite challenging. I know. I have
0: to like make like a poop joke or something in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, we gotta get a you know. Yeah. I I go deep because I'm yeah. a Scorpio raising, and also there's that part of me I'm just like, I don't take life very seriously. Like you have to be in your play. And yeah. so like I like to have that flow. Like we were able to go deep. Yeah. And also we were able to come back out and like laugh and say butthole. Yeah. Or, whatever anyway so I'm gonna see if I can cut out because the guy that I first interviewed he said um he was like oh I'm the first one and I was like fuck I was like I wonder if I can edit that out because I would like to put my hours first and then his second so to break up like yeah more more serious like super metaphysical which is obviously like what my podcast is it's about psychedelics spirituality and consciousness yeah um but breaking it up, yeah, breaking it up so that there's a better flow instead of yeah. Like I think that's a good feelings. idea. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I just um got connected to a podcast editor today, and I'm gonna amazing. To that. Yeah,
1: amazing. Um, okay. One question that I have now been starting to ask is the only second the second person that I've asked because I always fucking forget, um, because I don't have a routine. Is uh-huh. what is your favorite asset about yourself?
0: like just what I love about myself
1: yeah it can be anything yeah Um, you can list you can list multiple things if you want to
0: okay um I love that I love to love people I love Mm. to love I'm such a lover I am a queen archetype but I'm also very much a lover like yeah when like I was telling you like when I connect with animals it's because I love everything yeah. I love life I love living I, I
1: love just, my life like I love life I love I love life. like I fucking love life like I, I and mean, I relate so much it's like like I used to be very cold but like now that I've gotten too. so warm it's like you I, oh I just love everybody so fucking much
0: yeah I love I love people, even the ones that challenge me because they show me where I can love myself or like hold more boundaries or, um, you know, whatever it is, however they press on me. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, I, you know, I used to be afraid of my beauty. I love that I'm beautiful and Mm. inside and out. Like I I used to be afraid of my physical beauty and Mm. my internal beauty. Um, I love being the expression of beauty and, and, I have this like really beautiful rainbow dress. I, if I, can
1: show you. So the other I just saw a there. rainbow. It's on your white wall. There's a rainbow right there. Can you see it?
0: No, I can't.
1: Oh, okay. okay. As soon as you said just, rainbow, it like popped up.
0: I have this really beautiful psychedelic rainbow dress here. Hold on. Amazing. Seat. Okay. <laughs> hold
1: on. <this>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay oh my god i love it
0: yeah there's this brand from um brazil that's like made for me
1: basically oh my god it's so brazil vibes uh,
0: yeah um so i love like i love rainbows i love color and um i you love you do love um, color i do i used to be afraid of it because i was afraid of being seen
1: yeah right
0: right and um I love wearing it because I know it's like a subliminal message, just like tarot. Mm. When I go outside, I know that when people see that, it's going to make them happy and people always comment on it. So it's like, you know, there's these tiny little
1: messages in the tarot deck. Yeah.
0: Life is like that too. So you yes. see the, the 777, you see the sign that says,
1: make it Oh, okay. I see, I see angel numbers fucking everywhere. I was like, yeah. I was walking home today and like, I saw 666 like on two number plates within like literally a block of each other. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck?
0: Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. So um I love to be expressed in my beauty now because beauty is a gift. Yeah. It's not something mm. to hide. And, you know, one of the things that I used to experience that my partner pointed out, he's like, you're afraid that, that, people want to take like your beauty is a curse and I did feel like for a while it was a curse and like I would walk into a coffee shop and everybody would look at me and I would go mm-hmm. whew, because I was like oh my god I feel like people are trying to take from me or like yeah
1: you know why
0: can't you like it's like a uh, one of the examples that was um, that I've used before is um, and I'm not shaming the masculine for this but you know there's this idea that the masculine takes right you yeah. beauty, you want to take so you see a beautiful flower you want to pick it and you want to smell mm. it it's yours now rather than just seeing it and you're appreciating, appreciating it, it appreciating it right and so I think that we're still learning how to appreciate beauty rather than take from beauty and that's very reflective in like the land right like how we just Ugh. pillage pillage earth we pillage the land yeah the land. we're just abusing beauty
1: And yeah. And like, there's that, there's, oh my God, we could go into that whole other thing. You know, people go on like their Christmas tree rants (laughs) of like, we're taking Christmas trees. And I'm like, I see where people are coming from. But at the same time, what I really believe is like, but if we're consciously like thanking that Christmas tree and we're, and we're happier with the Christmas tree, exactly. We're blessing it. We're, we're watering it. We're loving it. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm like, it's bringing more happiness to us, which allows us to then bring more happiness to the planet. Well, it should. We're not fucking doing it for the majority of us, are we? Yeah. So there's like a whole other... There's just a lot.
0: I feel like it's important um, to ask. So now when I see a beautiful flower, I want to put like a little outside thing mm. on, on, on my table I'll go outside and I'll connect with the plant I'll connect with the spirit of it and I'll I'll, I'll ask is it okay if I use your medicine yeah you know, if it's to brighten up a space or if it's to actually physically use like if maybe it's lavender or whatever yeah kind of- let it know that I appreciated it. Appreciated yeah. It, and that I'm not just taking from it, right? And so that's that
1: just being like present in your feminine as well, like totally. appreciating everything, appreciating your cacao, your tea, your bath, the water, your food, like your bed. You're just like having those moments of like pure fucking appreciation mm-hmm. and not taking things for granted.
0: Totally. And that's how you get rich.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes, and like the more so also the secret. Yeah, and and the other secret to like getting rich is um being so fucking embodied and like so expressed and so yeah feeling so fucking sexy. Like allowing yourself totally to be so in your sensuality and like mm-hmm. just so sexually appealing. You'll make a lot of money. Totally, it's simple, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's simple. Just fucking be sexy. You'll make money.
0: Orgasms. <laughs> gratitude yeah all the simple all things. the things cacao
1: and then you're good to go yeah yeah, yeah done amazing all right Thank love you have yeah. an incredible rest of your day i'll yeah. let you know when it's out so good chatting okay. be in touch yeah. okay bye bye was that juicy or was that juicy so i hope you all loved it i hope it was like engaging and like fed your mind and made you like get inquisitive about things um reminder book your new york tickets for the immersion now literally right fucking now. I don't know what you're waiting for, but if you're waiting for a written invitation, guess what? It's not going to happen. It really isn't. So you have to push yourself because no one else is going to push you. Um, Get your tickets. Mastermind starts Friday. And ladies, if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, if you have a coaching business or a consulting business or even any business... And you want to be able to do business from your feminine energy so you're not pushing, you're not hustling, you're not grinding yourself into the ground. I want you to go back and listen to um, one of my most one of my earlier episodes. Um, it's called like, are you blocked and stuck? And I also have some other episodes about feminine business. I want you to go back and listen to them because my badass bitches Academy is open for enrollment. And that is all about being feminine in your business and doing things that feel fucking good and making a lot of money and having a lot of success without pushing yourself into the ground. So, uh, go, I'm going to, I'm going to link those episodes in the show notes that I recommend that you go and listen to, go and listen to them. I lied. I'm actually going to tell you guys the ones to listen to right now. Okay. So some really good ones to listen to is episode 55. episodes 52. Uh, 47's a good one as well. Um, 42 is another really good one. 37, that's my Q&A for the $250,000 mark. Um, that was earlier last year. Then uh, what's the next one? Oh, episode 29. That's a really good one. Episode 29 is really good. Then also part one and part two, so of this soul alignment QA. So 23 and 24, they're really good episodes to listen to. Um, and then also down here, episode nine and episode three so go listen to them and then let me know if you want any more information about baba which is my badass bitches academy you can find all the info on my new very glamorous sexy as fuck website if you haven't checked out my new website it is gorgeous please go check it out it's beautiful um so much hard work so i want to do it so check that out. Bab is opening. It's four month container as usual. It's a combo of one-on-one and group work because I really believe you need both. And I've added in so many juicy things into this round. There's a whole pile on like Instagram marketing, blowing up your DMs, um, subliminal messaging, story psychology, selling psychology, caption writing, all that juicy stuff like feminine business strategy, all these juicy modules that I've added and like juicy PDFs and content and worksheets. So, um yeah, buckle up. because It's going to be a fucking epic ride. And I would love to have you on board. So anyone that has your own business, you are welcome to join. I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, send me a DM. Just so you guys know, emails will get answered generally by Shelby and then DMs generally get answered by me. So if you want me, DM me. If you want Shelby, DM Shelby. I mean, email me and Shelby will get back to you. All right. I'm going to leave it there, guys. Have an incredible day. I'll talk to you soon. because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas any feedback I am always open to it and I always love hearing what you guys have to say so please don't hesitate about that either I will catch you on the flip side have an amazing day or night wherever you are